Welcome back to an episode of the Football Front Season 2, Episode 2. Today we're going over free agency. I'm going team by team. I'm going to make my grades, all that good stuff. So let's get right into it. So to start off today's episode, I'm going to go through the, um, through the start of um, the teams starting with the uh, NFC uh, East. No, sorry, AFC East. Sorry. Um, starting with the Buffalo Bills, they signed Matt Barkley to a one-year deal with the quarterback. They traded for Case Keenum. Um, all they had to give away was a 2022 seventh-round pick just to be a backup. Nothing much there. Jamison Crowder, I think I like this deal. Uh, one-year, four million. It'll give him more depth at the wide receiver position. You know, he's a, he's a solid receiver, not the best, not the worst. You know, it's a good deal for him, too. He gets, you know, prove it deal, I guess. Uh, they signed Duke Johnson to a one-year contract. They re-signed Jake Kumaro to a one-year deal. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie signed a two-year, $8 million extension. Uh, O.J. Howard signed a one-year deal. Ike Bodiger signed a one-year deal. Roger Saffold signed a one-year deal. Mitch Moore signed a two-year, $19.5 million extension. Shaq Lawson signed a two-year deal. Daquan Jones signed a two-year deal. Tim signed a two-year, $9 million deal. Uh, Jordan Phillips signed a one-year deal. Von Miller signed a six-year, $120 million contract, $51 million guaranteed, $17.5 million per year through the first four years. This is a bad deal, in my opinion. He's what, 33 years old, and you're signing him for six years. So you've got him until he's 39. We don't know how good he'll be at 39. We don't know if he's Tom Brady and he's producing like crazy at 39. Heck, you know, he could be like a backup linebacker for them by the time he's 39. They overpaid for him and they took him for too long. Three years at the same rate probably would have been a better deal if you did what, three years, 60. That's a better deal, in my opinion, maybe three years, 70, but not six years, 120. That just doesn't make sense to me. And then they signed Siren, they re-signed Siren Neal on a three-year, $10.9 million deal. Overall, I think this is a C minus. They overpaid for their big hit in Von Miller. Other than that, it was kind of just an average free agency. I, I didn't really hate any other deals outside of Von Miller. On with the Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater signed a one-year, $6.5 million fully guaranteed deal worth up to $10 million with his incentives. To me, this shows no trust in Tua Tagovailoa. Some people like this deal. It started to grow on me a bit as they'll have a competent backup behind Tua. But at this point, if Tua does not prove it this year, he's not going to be the starter next year, My in my mind. um. Teddy Bridgewater is a solid backup. It's a good deal for Teddy Bridgewater. But in the mind of in my mind, the Dolphins shouldn't have even signed him because it's a waste of money if he's not going to be playing. And it's a waste. I mean, it honestly could be a waste for Teddy Bridgewater if he doesn't play. Because he can he can play more in a different area. Like he can play for a different team. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid enough quarterback. But it shows no trust in Tua in my mind because it's like as long as they keep Tua in, I'm fine with it. But 
they can't be doing the what they did with when they had Ryan Fitzpatrick when they were switching him out. That just doesn't make sense. Two quarterbacks is worse than having no quarterbacks. It's a famous quote. I mean, I can agree with it. It's uh, you know, if I have two quarterbacks, they're both fighting and you don't get any product productivity. In Teddy Bridgewater, I could see that. I trust Teddy Bridgewater though that he won't make that a problem. Uh, next up, Chase Edmonds signs a two-year, $12.6 million deal. He's a running back where he most also signs a one-year deal. So they've got two solid running backs now. The running game should be good. As long as the quarterback's good, you know. Alec Ingold also signed a two-year deal as a fullback, $7.5 million. So that's looking good in the backfield. They also got Tyree Kill from the Kansas City Chiefs, and they had to give up a 2022 first, second, and fourth-round pick, and then a 2023 fourth and sixth. And then he, uh, Tyree Kill signed a four-year, $120 million deal with them, $72.2 million guaranteed. Um, so here's what I think happened. This is what I've heard a lot of people saying, is they were getting closer to a contract with extension with him in Kansas City, and then Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders. I'll go over that later. He gets traded to the Raiders, signs this record or deal for a wide receiver. Now Tyree Kill's like, well, no, I want to be the highest-paid receiver. Chiefs couldn't give him that, so they trade him, and the Dolphins give him that. I don't, I'm not arguing with it. I, I think this is going to help the Dolphins. It may even hurt the Chiefs. I don't think it's going to hurt them that much though, because they're they're still a good enough team anyway without Tyreek Hill. But the Chiefs did lose a deep threat in him. So, um, you know, we'll see how that deal works out for both teams. I think the Chiefs. Oh, I've heard people saying that they can, they could have gotten less and they got too much for him. But at the same time, I think they could have gotten maybe not more, but maybe two firsts, a second and a third, as opposed to a first, a second, and two fourths and a sixth. The two fourths and a sixth aren't as much value. If I had two firsts, a second, and a third, that's a lot of value. I can get something off that, or maybe even just two first and a third and a fourth. I'm fine with that because I'm getting two first round picks plus my, the one I already have. I'm getting three chances in the top three rounds without even using my own picks. You have three in the first round because of your own pick, plus you have um, the third round picks and the second round pick you have plenty of chances to hit on something. They still have plenty of chances, but I don't think they're as good of chances. It's less likely that you hit on fourth or a sixth, but it's more likely that you hit on a first or a second or a third. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, moving on, they signed also Trent Sherfield on a one-year deal. Preston Williams re-signed one year, $1.99 million. Cedric Wilson signed a three-year $22.8 million deal. Um, Mike Gesicki got franchise tagged, keeping them... You know, keeping him in there is big. Durham Smythe re-signed. Teron Armstead signed a five-year, $75 million deal. So that should help protect um, uh, Tua. So, you know, Tua is not going to have a problem with having to run around everywhere if he's got a solid offensive line. Also got Connor Williams, two-year, $14 million. Emmanuel Ogba on the other side uh, re-signed four years, $65.4 million. Uh, they also got Duke Riley, Alandon Roberts, and Brendan Scarlett. Overall, I really like what they did here. It's not my favorite. I don't really get the Teddy Bridgewater thing. I'm going to give it a B because I, I like what else they did. You know, acquiring Tyree Kill was a really smart move. 
you know, they can, they can really get a lot of value out of him. And this could, could not saying it will propel them to a deeper playoff run. In my mind, a lot of teams have been doing this this offseason, including the Broncos with Russell Wilson. These trades don't make them, in my mind, Super Bowl contenders. They just make them better. But it seems like a waste because I don't still I still don't think the Dolphins are a Super Bowl team. Maybe conference championship, maybe division, divisional, but they don't seem like they're good enough now to make a deep run to the Super Bowl. I just don't see it. Um, moving on to the New England Patriots, they sign, re-sign Brian Hoyer on a two-year contract. Ty Montgomery signs a deal with them as well. James White re-signs two years, $5 million. Trent Brown re-signs two years, $22 million. Uh, James Ference re-signs. Juwan Bentley re-signs two years, $9 million. Mac Wilson, um, they acquire him in a trade with the Cleveland Browns. All they have to give was Chase Winovich. Uh, Malcolm Butler signs back with them, second stint with them. He had the legendary pick on Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl in the end zone to win them the game. You know, he's kind of washed up at this point, but, you know, he might as well help them at this, you know, later stage in his career. Uh, Terrence Mitchell signs. Devin McCourty resigns one year, nine million. Nick Folk resigns two years, five million. Matthew Slater signs, uh, resigns one year, $2.6 million deal, fully guaranteed. Overall, they didn't really do much. They they resigned who they needed to resign. Other than that, they didn't really make any splash signings like they did last year as of right now. It's a it's a solid free agency. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I mean, they didn't, I don't think they did anything wrong in this free agency. So unless there's someone they didn't resign that I'm not thinking of right now. But um overall, I think they did a solid free agency. Nothing crazy though. Jets. Jets, they resigned Joe Flacco, uh, sign Mike White, the quarterback, one year, 2.54 million. Uh, Tevin Coleman resigns one year, $1.5 million deal. Braxton Berrios, two years, $12 million extension. Tyler Conklin signs CJ Uzama, three years, $24 million. Connor McDermott resigns on a one year deal. Lakin Tomlinson, three years, $40 million. Dan Feeney resigns. Nathan Shepard resigns. Solomon Thomas signs. Jacob Martin signs a three-year, thirteen and a half million dollar deal. DJ Reed three years, thirty-three million. Jordan Whitehead two years, fourteen point five million. Lamarcus Joyner uh, resigns one-year deal, and Greg Zerline signs a free agent contract. Overall, nothing crazy. I mean, I think it's a really nice free agency. Nothing, nothing mind-blowing, but nothing really deflating, I guess. I think they also traded away Marcus May to the Saints, if I'm right. So that's a huge loss for them on the defense. But he wasn't going to want to play for them anyway. No one wants to play for the Jets, really, feels like. So I'm not really shocked by that. Overall, I'm going to give them a B-. minus. Nothing crazy. They did lose Marcus May, but that's really it. Um, to the AFC North, Baltimore didn't do much. Patrick Card signs his three-year deal. Morgan Moses signs a three-year $15 million deal. Michael Pierce signs a three-year $16.5 million deal. And Marcus Williams signs a five-year $70 million deal. Overall, nothing crazy, but nothing bad at the same time. It's happening a lot with these teams. I'm going to give them a V plus. That's all they did. It wasn't crazy, but it wasn't bad in any way. Cincinnati did a bit. Uh, Resigned Brandon Allen, not much there. Hayden Hurst signs. That might help them in the tight ends. Uh, category. Lyle Collins signs a three-year deal. 
So this is big for them. You know, maybe Burrow won't have to run around as much. Um, I, I like the deal. Um, Lyle Collins, it was stupid that they didn't trade him because they could have traded Lyle Collins. The, the Cowboys could have. But no, they just caught him in the Bengals can get him without having to give up anything. It's a smart thing for the Bengals. Now you won't have to have a Burrow running around. They also signed Alex Capital with a four-year $35 million deal, $20 million over the first two years, $1 million in Pro Bowl incentives each year. Um, Ted Karras signs a three-year $18 million deal. BJ Hill signs, re-signs, sorry, three years, $30 million. Josh Tapu signs a uh, one-year extension. Eli Apple re-signs one year. Jesse Bates gets the franchise tag. Michael Thomas re-signs, not the wide receiver, um, defensive back. And then the long snapper, Clark Harris, re-signs. Again, they didn't do much. I really like the Lyle Collins deal. You know, franchise tagging Jesse Bates and uh, keeping Eli Apple for another year. Solid. I'm going to give them an A-. I really like what they did with the Lyle Collins deal especially. Um, Cleveland Browns. They get um, Deshaun Watson in free eight or not in free agency on a trade. He finally got moved from the Texans. Uh, so uh, they, the Browns get a sixth round pick as well as Deshaun Watson. They have to give up three first round picks, a third round pick, and two fourth rounders. Um, and then Watson gets um, five years, $230 million fully guaranteed. <sighs> There's a lot to say about this one. I think the Texans win this deal like bandits. Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback, no doubt in my mind. But with all the stuff that's following him, they get three first-round picks. That's crazy. That's crazy. Plus, I got to say this. The first year of Deshaun Watson's deal this coming year is only $1 million. $1 million. So they can, he doesn't, they don't have to pay him like crazy for him not to play because he's probably going to get suspended. People think that he was off the hook after, you know, he got no criminal charges. He's still got to deal with all the civil cases. You know, that's not going to be easy. Plus, he's going to get suspended from the NFL for the few games the next season. So I really like the um, deal for the Texans. They get a bunch from that Deshaun Watson. For the Cleveland Browns, I don't like it, at least this year. The future is going to be good, but they took up all their cap space, so they can't make any other big moves outside of the one other big move that they did make. But they, they can't make any other big moves. They can't improve their team. They're going to be stuck in the middle. They're going to be a divisional round team like for a few years now. I don't think they're going to be able to make anything big out of this. They also signed Jacoby Brissett to a one-year $4.65 million deal. Moving on, Amari Cooper, they traded uh, for him. Dallas Cowboys get a fifth-round draft pick. And the sixth round pick, so they swap sixth round picks. Um, so I like this deal. They get a nice weapon. But let's just go back to the Deshaun Watson thing for a minute. You've got a solid offensive line, an eh receiver core at this point because they don't have Beckham, they don't have Landry, and they have no they have no receivers except for Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper is going to have to do everything for them. Deshaun Watson's not even going to play this year, so they're not going to be good this year. Let's put it that way. Plus, they can't use Baker Mayfield because he doesn't want to play there. They're not going to be able to use him. That's for sure. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But well, I, I'm, I think he's going to get traded or cut. Well, I think they're going to try and trade him first, though. Just going to say that. 
Um, Amari Cooper, though, he's going to be having to do a one-man show. Their defense is good, not great. Their offense is good, but they need more depth at receiver. So they're going to be stuck in the divisional round in my thinking. Like, they don't have they tra- they don't have Beckham anymore. They uh, cut Landry. They're really going to need to come out with something random for them to convince me that they are going to be a playoff team, at least this year, and a Super Bowl contender next year. I just don't see it. They signed, also signed Jakeem Grant to a three-year, $13.8 million deal. They franchise tagged David and Joku. They got Chase Winovich in that trade I mentioned earlier. Taven Bryan signs a one-year, $5 million deal. And Anthony Walsh, Walker re-signs a one-year deal. Overall, I really don't like what they did. I'm not a fan of it. I give them a D. A lot of people give them an A or an A+. I don't like it. They overpaid for Deshaun Watson. They're not going to be a Super Bowl contender. I don't think that was smart, at least to give up that much for Deshaun Watson. And the fact that they had to lose all their good players and not have enough cap space to get anything good outside of um, Cooper and Watson. The thing that saves them is the fact that they got two really good players. So I'm going to give them a D. I can give them a C- minus at the same time, but I'm going to give them a D. Uh, Moving on, Pittsburgh. They, uh, he signed Dwayne Haskins, sorry, signed an original round restricted free agent tender worth 2.54 million. They also signed Mitch Trubisky to a two-year $14.25 million deal. So now there's going to be a big QB competition there between Mitch Trubisky, um, Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph. If they draft someone, that's potential too. My guess is Mitch Trubisky is going to be their main guy but they at least have a confident, competent backup if they need, if Mitch Trubisky doesn't work out. I think it's a smart deal. It's a low-risk, high-reward move. So I'm not arguing with it. I really like that deal. Uh, Chikumo Korofor signed a three-year $29.25 million extension with the Steelers. James Daniel signs a three-year $26.5 million deal. Mason Cole, three-year deal. Miles Jack, two-year deal. Spillane. Um, Received the right of our first refusal tender worth $2.433 million. I have no clue what that means. They re-signed Arthur Millette to a two-year deal. Levi Wallace signs a two-year deal. Akella Witherspoon sign, re-signs a two-year deal. Miles Killebrew re-signs two years, $4 million. And Gunnar Olszewski, um signs two-year, uh, $4.2 million. I really like the Miles Jack signing. I think the Mitch Trubisky's high, are low-risk, high-reward. Overall, solid, not crazy. I'm going to give them a B plus. So far, I don't think I've given out any A's because nothing's really gone really good for anyone. There probably is going to be an A somewhere in this. There can't be a, like there. I can't see a team not getting one team get not getting an A or whatever. So moving on to AFC South, Houston Texans did a bunch. They did a bunch of stuff. Um, they uh, re-signed Jeff Driscoll, signed Cal Allen, uh, re-signed Royce Freeman, uh, signed Dare Ogumboale. Um, They signed Annie Janovich, Chris Conley re-signs, Farrell Brown signs, Cedric Ogboyehi signs, Justin Britt signs, AJ McCann agrees to a two-year $10.5 million deal, Malik Collins re-signs a two-year $17 million deal, Blake Cashman is acquired in a trade with the Jets, 
the Jets get a 2023 sixth round pick. Um, Camus Grugier Hill resigns. Um, Neville Hewitt resigns. Christian Kirksey resigns. Ogbo Okon Okaronquo signs. Um, Jalen Reeves Maben signs. Terrence Brooks signs. MJ Stewart signs. And Desmond King resigns. Nothing big outside of getting all that crap for Deshaun Watson. They got so much stuff, and that's they had an average free agency. They didn't do much, which would be a B outside of the fact that they traded Deshaun Watson. They did lose Justin Reed, but I think that was inevitable. I'm gonna give him an A minus. I really like how much they got for Deshaun Watson. It was really good, tall. Um, Indianapolis, they obviously traded away uh, Carson Wentz. I've gone over that in the last episode, which was a while back. But then they got Matt Ryan, and all they had to give away was a third round pick. That's a really, really good deal for them. Matt Ryan's not a good or not a great quarterback anymore. He's an upgrade from Carson Wentz, and I think he's still an upgrade from what Philip Rivers was. Not going to be as good as Andrew Locke, but he's a temporary replacement until they can get someone younger and better. But I really like the deal. I think it was a smart deal for this year. So I really like that. Um, they re-signed Mo Ali Cox, re-signed Matt Pryor. <clears throat> they re-signed uh, Taekwon Lewis. They uh, trade for Yannick Ngakwe, and they had to give up Rocky Asin. And then they re-signed Zaire Franklin and signed Brandon Fassison. <clears throat> Moving out of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm going to give a grade for the Colts real quick. Um, B minus. It wasn't great, but they they got Matt Ryan, which was really, I think, a good idea. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars got uh, Zay Jones, signed him on a three-year, $24 million deal. Christian Kirk sends four-year, $72 million deal. They really uh, get a better receiving core. They did lose Chark, but I think they got better with Kirk and Zay Jones. They uh, re-signed Laquan Treadwell. They signed Evan Engram. They uh, franchise tagged Cam Robinson. They got Brandon Scherf for a three-year, $49.5 million deal. Tyler Shatley re-signs. Um, Fadakasi re-signs. Or signs, sorry. Three years, $30 million. Uh, Foyasade Alukun signs three years, um, $45 million. Trey Herndon re-signs. And then Darius Williams signs a three-year, $30 million deal. I really, really like what they did. They got better, no doubt. They can protect um, Trevor Lawrence now. I really like what they did. I think I'm going to give them an A-. They got some good players like Christian Kirk, Evan Engram, Brandon Scherf, and Foye Alukun. I really like what they did. On to the Tennessee Titans. They re-signed Dontrell Hilliard. They uh, traded for Robert Woods. All they have to give up is a six-round pick. He was injured all of last year. Makes sense. I think it's going to improve them, even though they had to get rid of Julio Jones. They cut him. They uh, signed Austin Hooper, uh, signed Jeff Swain, uh, re-signed Ben Jones, Jamarco Jones signs as well. Harold Landry re-signs five years, $87.5 million dollars. Buster Screen resigns, Morgan Cox signs, and Randy Bullock resigns. Overall, solid. Just going to give it a C plus. Nothing crazy. Robert Woods was good, but they did lose Julio Jones. Also, resigned Harold Landry on a solid deal, in my opinion. Um, on to the AFC West. Here's where we got 
probably the most deals. Um, there was a crazy amount of things that happened here. Um, starting off, let's go with the, the Denver Broncos. They signed Josh Johnson, but that's not the big quarterback move. Of course it's not. They acquire Russell, Russell Wilson. They have to give up uh, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, a fifth rounder, two second rounders, and two first round picks. So the Broncos get a fourth round pick in Russell Wilson. Um, that's a really good deal. You get a good quarterback. I don't think this makes them a Super Bowl contender. It makes them a really good team that can go to the divisional round and potentially the conference playoffs, but I don't think this wins them a Super Bowl. They gave up a bunch of stuff. Shelby Harris is a good player. No fans, a good tight end. Drew Locks, Drew Lock. But they also gave up two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. They basically gave up their whole future to get Russell Wilson to compete for another three years. I don't think this is a great deal. I'd like it, but it's not the best. It's not an A-plus deal. I think it's a pretty even deal. I don't think either team lost or won that deal. If I were to have to say someone, I'd say the Seahawks won because they get a future, you know, set of future potential players. So that's a good thing. So I like it. I like it for both teams, but if I were to choose, it'd be the Seahawks winning that deal. Uh, Calvin Anderson resigns. Tom Compton resigns. Billy Turner signs. Sorry, Tom Compton didn't resign. He just signed a deal. <clears throat> Randy Gregory, five-year, $70 million deal. Uh, $28 million guaranteed. DJ Jones, three years, $30 million. Deshaun Williams resigns. Josie Jewell signs, two years deal. Malik Reed. Um, receive right of first refusal tender. Don't know what that is. Trying to learn that. Uh, Alex Singleton signs one year, 1.1 million. Quan Williams signs a two year deal. Chiefs uh, get Chad Henney. He resigns. They sign uh, Ronald Jones. That's a good deal, in my opinion. They sign uh, Corey Coleman. He hasn't played a game since a game with the Giants in 2018. That doesn't mean anything, really. Uh, they signed Juju Smith-Schuster, one-year, $10.75 million with incentives. It's a good deal. He's not going to replace Tyreek Hill, but it's going to fill a part of the hole. So is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He signs with them three years, $30 million, Max Valley, $36 million. Now, this was funny. As soon as Tyreek Hill got traded, Valdez Scantling went to social media. He's still on the Packers at that point, or a free agent, I think. But um, he said, now you know what um, Aaron Rodgers feels like after Devontae Adams got traded. And then he just goes and signs this deal with the, the Chiefs. Now, this is a good deal for the Chiefs because he can be a vertical threat. He can keep that vertical game going. It's a good deal for them. And I think, you know, Scant Valdez Scantling gets a nice – Nice uh, haul of money. Uh, they also signed, uh, re-signed Blake Bell. They franchise tag Orlando Brown. Uh, Frank Clark signs a new two-year $29 million deal, 36 with incentives. Um, Derek Nadi signs a free agent deal. Jermaine Carter signs. Deion Bush signs. And Justin Reed signs a three-year $31.5 million deal. That's a good deal. I really like what the Chiefs did. They um, 
got a bunch of stuff for Tyreek Hill. Overall, this is a B plus in my opinion. They get some solid receivers to fill the void. They get Justin Reed. I think it's still a good team. They're still a Super Bowl contender in my mind, even without Tyreek Hill. It's just me. Some people might disagree, but that's just you now that I could be wrong. I'll, I'll say that I'm not super confident in any of these things or most of these things. At least I'm confident in some things like the fact that the Raiders aren't going to be a Super Bowl contender because they're up next. They signed Garrett Kilbert, Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden, Jacob Johnson. They traded for Devontae Adams. They'd give up a 2022 first, 2022 second. And he signed, re-signed with them, I think. Let me check. I'm, it, he hasn't come up with a new deal, but I know he did re-sign. Site I'm on NFL.com didn't show his new deal. So let me. Let me see. He signed five years, $141.25 million. That made him the highest paid wide receiver in the league for about three days, which is kind of underwhelming for him. But I think the, the uh, Packers could have gotten more. Devontae Adams gets to prove himself. Without Aaron Rodgers, that could be good for him. I like it for the the um for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams wins that deal. The Packers lose and the Raiders lose. Devontae Adams wins the deal, but none of the teams do. Moving on from Devontae Adams, Demarcus Robinson signs, Jake Pollister signs, uh, Brandon Parker signs, Max Crosby gets a four-year $98.98 million extension with them, $95 million in new money. Uh, Chandler Jones signs with the um, Raiders. Actually, I didn't know about this. This gives him $52.5 million over three years. I didn't know that they got him, but I still don't think this makes them a contender. They're going to have a really good defense, but they're not going to have a good enough offense, in my opinion. Because Derek Carr is not the greatest quarterback of all time. He's a good quarterback. He's a mid-level quarterback. He's a solid starting quarterback. He's not the guy that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to lose you 12 games in the season at the same time. So this still doesn't make him a Super Bowl contender in my mind. It's going to make him a really good playoff contender. It's going to be a tough division, though, and if I see anyone losing out in the playoffs, it's going to be the Raiders. Uh, moving on from Chandler Jones now, Vernon Butler signs. Bilal Nichols signs two years, $11 million. Jayon Brown and Kyler Fackrell both signed. Anthony Averett signs. Rocky Asin gets comes over in that trade from uh, the Colts. They had trade with Yannick Ngakwe, and they also signed Deron Harmon. Moving on to the other team in the AFC West, LA Chargers. Um, they signed Chase Daniel, re-signed him. They re-signed Mike, Mike Williams, three years, $60 million. Might have gone over that already. They also signed Joe Everett, two years, $12 million. Christian Covington re-signs. Austin Johnson re-signs. Not re-signs, just signs. Sebastian Joseph Day signs, twenty three years, $24 million. Khalil Mack comes over in a trade. All they have to give up is a second and a sixth. I think that's a good deal for both sides. They basically got as much as they could. Bears-wise, they got as much as they could for Cleo Mack. Chargers, it helps them a lot. 
They also got J.C. Jackson, five-year, $82 million and a half deal with the Chargers. Josh Harris also signs four years, $5.6 million deal. And Dustin Hopkins re-signs on a multi-year contract. So that's all the AFC teams. And that was a lot. That was a lot of news for just the one division. And there's a lot more to come in the NFC, starting off with the NFC East. And the first team in the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, we already know that they traded away uh, Amari Cooper. They also re-signed Michael Gallup, five years, $57.5 million. Um, they also got James Washington, former Steelers receiver. Jeremy Sprinkle re-signs Dalton Schultz franchise tags. Demarcus Lawrence, three years, $40 million. Carlos Watkins, one-year deal. Um, Dante Fowler signs one-year deal. Leighton Van Der Esch re-signs. Malik Hooker re-signs. Jaron Curse re-signs. Jake McQuaid re-signs. Brian Anger re-signs. I think I forgot to give a grade on the um, Vegas Raiders. For the Vegas Raiders, I'll give um, a B plus, And I think I forgot also on the Chargers, I'll give them a B. Um, for the Cowboys, though, I'm going to give them just a C plus. Didn't do much. Tra- that is right away, Amari Cooper. So that's sad. Uh, New York Giants signed Tyrod Taylor, two years, 11 million. Matt Breida signs. Richie James signs. Ricky Seals Jones signs. John Feliciano signs. Mark Lewinsky signs, three years, 20 million. Jihad Ward signs. Justin Ellis signs. And Casey Kreider signs. Nothing much there. I think the Tyrod Taylor deal owes no trust in Daniel Jones. I can understand that. I think Daniel Jones will be the day one, week one starter, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Tyrod Taylor go in there. Overall, nothing. It's a C plus. Um, Philadelphia Eagles re-signed Boston Scott one year, one point seven five million. Zach Pascal signs. Greg Ward signs. Jason Kelsey one year, fourteen million. Derek Barnett re-signs. Fletcher Cox signs one year's $14 million. Hassan Rex, three-year deal, $45 million. He signs with them. Kaiser White signs one-year deal, $5 million. Anthony Harris re-signs one-year, $2.5 million. And Andre Chichir goes one-year uh, signing. Washington Commanders. I want to say football team so bad. They get Carson Wentz along with the 2022 seventh-round pick. They have to give up a 2022 third, 2023 third. And that's a uh, second potential second round pick, depending on uh, how many snaps Wentz plays. They also swap second round picks. Not much there. Uh, JD, well, outside of, I already went over it because that's why there's not much there, but whatever. Uh, JD McKissick signs two years, seven million. Cam signs, Ken Sims signs. Um, re-signs a deal with them. Cornel- Cornelius Lucas re-signs. Andrew Norwell signs. Tyler Larson re-signs. F.A. Obata signs. And Bobby McCain re-signs. On to the end. Oh, actually, I forgot to grade uh, the Eagles and the Commanders. Eagles, uh, C+, plus, and the Commanders, C. I don't really like the Carson Wentz deal. I'd, I'd rather have Taylor Heineke at my quarterback than Carson Wentz. I don't trust Carson Wentz at all. Uh, Chicago Bears uh, signed Trevor Simeon, Byron Pringle, Equinamia St. Brown, Lucas Patrick, uh, Dakota Dozier, El Quadin Muhammad, 
Justin Jones, Nick Moreau, DeAndre Houston Carson, and Patrick Scales. Not much there. C plus. They didn't do anything. Um, Detroit Lions signed David Blow, Tim Boyle. They both resigned. DJ Truck signed a one-year deal. Khalif Raymond resigns. Josh Reynolds resigns. Garrett Griffin signs. Evan Brown resigns. Charles Harris resigns. Alex Anzalone resigns. Chris Board uh, signs. Gerard Davis signs. Mike Hughes signs. Tracy Walker resigns. And CJ Moore resigns. Um, not much there again. I'm going to give him a B minus, though, because I do like TJ Chark signing in, you know, keeping their slightly good players. Uh, moving up, Green Bay Packers re-sign Aaron Rodgers. This gives him $150.815 million over the next three years, $101.515 guaranteed. And this drops his 2022 salary cap hit to 18 million, which is good. Now, this is a bad deal, in my opinion, for Aaron Rodgers, though. It's a good deal for the Packers. They keep their starting quarterback, obviously. But for um, the Aaron Rodgers side of this, he loses all of his receivers. And I don't think they're anywhere near as good. Their only good receiver at this point is Alan Lazard, who's good, don't get me wrong. Speaking of Lazard, he's uh, signed a he received a second round restricted free agent tender with three point nine eight six million. Good for him. Um, but they they just the team's in in shambles. They're not a contender in my mind anymore unless they make some big deal like signing Odell Beckham or and Jarvis Landry and Julio Jones. That's the only way I can see them getting a back in there, which is possible. They have the cap space, I think, so I could see that happening just to give Aaron Rodgers another chance at a Super Bowl and the team another chance at a Super Bowl. Moving on, Robert Tanyan re-signs one year, $3.75 million. Devondre Campbell re-signs five years, $50 million. Preston Smith, four years, um, uh, $52.5 million. Jaron Reed uh, signs Russell Douglas, three years, $21 million. Keyshawn Nixon and Pat O'Donnell also sign. <clears throat> Overall, uh, C minus. I don't like how they had to trade away um, Devontae Adams. Obviously, they had to, but this is also bad for the team. I don't like what they had to do. I mean, they really forced into it. So, I mean, I don't really like it. I don't think anyone does. Any Packers does, at least. Um, Kirk Cousins signs one year, $35 million fully guaranteed. Overpaying for a medium-level quarterback. He should be beat. He should be being paid a lot less than that. They also re-signed Sean Mannion, Jesse Davis, Harrison Phillips, Jordan Hicks, Zadari Smith, and Jordan Berry. Kirk Cousins brings the grade down, but Harrison Phillips, sorry, not Harrison Phillips, Jordan Hicks and Zadari Smith brings that deal up. Zadari Smith's three-year, $42 million, and Jordan Hicks' two-year, $10 million. I like that, so that brings it back up to a B-minus in my opinion. NFC South, uh, we got Marcus Mariota signing with uh, the Falcons on a two year, 6.75 million. Sorry, two years. He gets 6.75 million 2022, um, 5 million signing bonus, 1.75 million guaranteed. So that's what, yeah, 6.75 plus $12 million option for 2023, um, plus a $3 million roster bonus on the fifth day of the league year next March. 
I don't know what that adds up to be. I don't feel like doing math right now. I'm just going to assume if he takes the options about 20 million ish, if he gets the roster bonus and signs the option. Um, he might not though. And it might just end up being a one year, $6.75 million deal. We'll see. Cordero Batterson raised signs. Uh, Damian Williams signs, Kadero Hodge signs, Auden Tate signs, Jake Matthew signs, three-year extension, $52.5 million. Elijah Wilkinson signs, Lorenzo Carter signs, Casey Hayward, two years, $11 million. I see Oliver resigns and Eric Harris resigns, and also Young Wei Koo uh, resigns, five years, $24.25 million extension. Um, you got the Carolina Panthers, who heavily pursued and I mean heavily pursued Deshaun Watson, but they didn't end up getting him. Um, they would have been even willing to give up Christian McCaffrey, I think. I wouldn't be shocked. By the way, um, the Falcons get a C plus. I don't really C. I don't really like what they did. I wasn't great. Back to the Panthers, though. Deontay Foreman signs a one-year contract. Um, Rashard Higgins signs a free agent deal. Uh, DJ Moore, three-year extension, $61.9 million. Brandon Zilstra and Austin Corbett sign. Corbett's three-year, $29.25 million. Um, Bradley Bozeman signs on a one-year deal. Marcus Haynes, two-year deal. Matthew Ioannidis, one-year deal. Corey Littleton signs one-year, $2.6 million. Damian Wilson, two-year deal. Dante Jackson, three years, $31.5 million. Sean Melvin, one-year deal. Justin Burris uh, resigns. Sean Chandler resigns a one-year deal. Xavier Woods, three years, $15.75 million. Johnny Hacker, three years. Zane Gonzalez, two years, $4.5 million. Overall, not great, not bad. B-minus, in my opinion. Didn't make any splash signings. Their offensive line definitely got better, though, and they kept DJ Moore. That was big. Um, The Saints... Uh, Jameis Winston resigns two years, twenty-eight million. Um, Traquan Smith two years, six million resigning. Contavious Street signs. Marcus May signs three years, twenty-eight and a half million. Daniel Sorensen signs as well. Not much there. Again, I like what they did with Marcus May, which brings the grade up to a B minus. Tampa Bay now. Um, Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Um, I think that I honestly could have been, um, the fact that he wanted to be the one announcing he was retiring, but he got spoiled by reporting. I could see it that being that I could see it being like, I just want to play football. He kind of like, he, he kind of felt like he wanted a break, but he also like felt like his family may have forced him into retiring and he didn't really want to. I could see that too. Anyway, he did come out of retirement. He's playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. Um, Leonard Fournette resigns three years, twenty-one million. Shaq Mason, they trade for Shaq Mason. Uh, they had to give up the twenty twenty-two fifth. It'll improve Brady's offensive line and hopefully keep him around for longer. Uh, Russell Gage signs. Godwin gets the franchise tag and then signs a three-year, sixty million dollar contract, forty million guaranteed at signing. Uh, Rashad Perryman resigns, Josh Wells resigns, Aaron Stinney resigns, Ryan Jensen resigns, three years, 39 million, Carlton Davis resigns, uh, Zach Triner resigns, and Logan Ryan signs with 
the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On the final division of the NFC, in the final division of this episode, um, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, starting off with them, Colt McCoy resigns. James Conner signs a three-year, $21 million extension. Zach Ertz resigns three years, $31.65 million. Max Williams, one-year resigning. Will Hernandez, one-year deal. Uh, Michael Dogby resigns. Dennis Gardick um, resigns. Nick Vigil signs. Jeff Gladney signs. And Andy Lee signs. Overall, um. I like it. Don't hate it. C plus, just an average free agency. Also, want to say I forgot to do the uh, the Buccaneers. A plus. You get Tom Brady back. You re-sign Chris Godwin, who's your second best receiver or your best receiver. Improve the offensive line. Keep Leonard Fournette. All that good stuff. I like it. I really, really like it. I don't think they did anything wrong here, and that's why they're an A plus. Um. <clears throat> uh, L A Rams up next. Um. Matthew Stafford, three years, $129 million extension, $60 million signing bonus. It uh, clears $10 million off the 2022 salary cap for the Rams. Allen Robinson also signs a three-year, $46.5 million deal. Joe Noteboom resigns, and Brian Allen resigns. Not much. They lowered the cap hit on Matthew Stafford, kept him for longer. They also improved the receiving court with Allen Robinson in case they can't get OBJ back. I really like it. That's not anything special but outside of Allen Robinson but it's not anything bad in there and that's an A in my mind and nothing bad means an A <clears throat> final two teams San Francisco 49ers Seattle Seahawks starting off with the Niners Jamichael Hasty signs uh Jeff Wilson resigns one year's one year 1.05085 million dollars uh Ray Ray McLeod signs two-year deal Kerry Hyder signs, Hassan Ridgeway signs, Oren Burke signs, Darquise Denard resigns, Dante Johnson resigns, Chavarius Ward, three or forty and a half million, and George Odom, three or ten point nine five million dollar. Overall, good, not great. Um B minus. I like the uh I like the Ray Ray McLeod thing. It's a solid return, man. Chavarius Ward's also a good deal. Seattle Seahawks, the final team, and they've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, Drew Locke obviously came in the trade as well as Shelby Harris and Noah Fant for, you know, Russell Wilson. They got they won that trade. So, you know, um, I think it's a good deal there. As long as they didn't do anything wrong, rest free agency would be an A-plus in my mind. Um, Rashad Penny resigned as well. Will Disley resigned three years, $24 million. Noah Fant obviously came over in that trade as well. Um, Austin Blythe signs one year, four million. Kyle Fuller resigns. Shelby Harris came over in that trade as well. Quentin Jefferson signs. Al Woods resigns. Luchana Nwosu signs. Uh, Artie Burns signs. Justin Coleman signs. Sidney Jones signs. Resigns. Quandre Diggs resigns for or three years, forty million. Overall, a plus. They get a good haul out of Russell Wilson, and I really like what they did in this free agency. So uh, that's it for this episode, though. Um, it was a longer one, I think. So I hope you guys stayed till the end. Shout out if you did. I enjoyed recording it. I hope you enjoyed listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.